yeah, keep on being in people's faces. Like, just keep going. If I see you every single day, like in my demo, if I just see you on my Instagram, be like, okay, like I have to pay attention now. Who is this guy? Like, what is he doing? Like, just if you're in people's face for a majority amounts of time, then they'll be like, okay, like I need to pay attention to him now. Let me listen to what he's got to say. Hip Hop Hustle Podcast, man. You heard it here first. He's not playing. No, Aaron's not playing. No fucking game. You got your ear to the streets, man. Much love to all the people down under. And make sure y'all follow the Hip Hop Hustle podcast, man, because they're giving y'all nothing but the real shit. But yeah, man, appreciate the intro, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's kick it off. Shout out to the whole Hip Hop Hustle podcast. What's up with it? Man, I appreciate you coming on the show. Obviously, for for anyone that uh, is tuning in, and I hope there's a lot of people, fingers crossed, um, uh, as we said, I've been doing this for a little while now, but uh, producer Benny um, is on the show and Prod Benny, you probably see him on Instagram that way, but um, it's awesome to see Australian talent, especially having huge influence on some fantastic artists, you know, credits with people like Chef G, The Holiday, Strip for Lucky. Uh, I'm always, I always butcher some names, so um, <laughs> no, you're good. Young Young Ennis, I think his name yeah, is like, as well. Young Ennis, Young Ennis, Young Ennis. There you go. Yeah. See, I was always going to butcher it. That's what happens when <laughs> I read good. names. Um, you got new songs from Plies as well um, that that you put beats for. Um, Floor J as well. Um, I think I nailed that name. To be honest, yeah, I'm going to give myself credit. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, it's an absolute pleasure, man. It must be pretty cool to be working with some pretty big artists. For sure, man. Yeah, no, it's just it's just a blessing, man. Like, you know, you put in the work every single day. You hope to get a placement, and when it happens, it's just great. It's a it's a wonderful feeling, bro. Honestly, like how to put a plane. It's a great feeling. How long ago yeah. did you start, bro? I probably started when I was like in year seven. So I don't know, like I don't know how old I'd be then, but. It was probably a, like a good while ago, maybe like six years or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, it was just like, I was just bored one day. If you want to know like how I kind of got into it, I was just bored like out of my mind. I, like I always tell this story like this. Like, I had a party um, in the afternoon and I was just, you know, sitting down in the morning or bored like, oh, what do I want to do? You know, I can't wait for this party. Like I'm just too bored. Like I didn't really play games or do anything. I was always outside playing basketball or whatever, soccer, anything. But then I just came inside and I was like, you know what? Like, you know, I've been listening to this rap music. I think I can, you know, do something like that. Let me, let me try to do that real quick. So I just picked up a laptop, one of my old mum's um, laptop, and I was like, okay, let me search up Music Maker Online. And I just searched that up, and it it was pretty much – I can't remember the website right now, like off the top of my head, but it was pretty much literally all you did was drag and drop, like, loops. So you weren't really making anything, which, you know. So all you were doing was literally dropping, like, a melody, dropping already a kick made, like, already – a pattern already so it could be like boom 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 and you're just dropping that down you're not like you know yeah so that's that's pretty much all it was and then luckily enough i dm someone on that um website and i just heard his beats i was like damn these are hard like this dude this beat does not sound like my beats. i just hit him up and i was like yo how did you make these beats like they're really really cool and he was like oh no you can't make them on this website you have to go to fl studios or something and i was like oh what is that (laughs) i searched that up and then i download that completely lost the next day i looked at the platform i had no clue what what i was doing there but then yeah just it all worked out from there just got better and better I love the exuberance of being young, you know, because you're seven. I think, I think from that's like 13, 12, 13. Yeah, probably, yeah, I think so, yeah. So, like, you know, the idea of like 
yeah, I can do that shit. Like, you know, just, just the, yeah. it, just the like belief that you could do it. And like, you know, here you are now you can do it. So I love that. Like, you know, as a kid, you're always like, you know, the dreams. Cause sometimes I think more as an adult, like, you know, I'm in my late twenties. So like the things that you want to do, like your head gets in your way and like reason and logic and yeah, you find yeah, excuses yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like right as a kid, that. like unreal. No, definitely. That's a great point. You're 100% right. But yeah, I don't. I was just listening to music and I listened to all this rap music. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I can do a better beat than this. I could do something <laughs> like that. And I just tried and that was it. Do you remember yeah. who you were listening to that were like, I could do a better beat than this? That's a great question. Not really who I was listening to, but I listened to a lot of like Lil Skies, like when I was like coming up. I'm not sure if you're like familiar with that artist, but like I was listening to him a lot and I kept on listening to like the pattern, like how they were doing stuff. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'll just do this in my, but I know not really good to, you know, like copy like that. But I was literally, when I started, I was like, okay, yeah, he's doing the hi hats like this. And then he stops it in this section. Oh, and then he changes the 808 in another section. Like, like that's, yeah, kind of what I was picking up every time I listened to the track. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, like, you know, seven, six, seven years ago, that is the era of obviously hi hats and obviously the era of like, you know, the modern trap beat. Whereas, like, yeah. when I started listening to it, I feel like I feel like so old when I say, like, you know, you were you were in the age of like hi hats and and stuff like that, and I'm in the age of boom bap, even though we're yeah. not like that far away. But like, you know, I was in the early two thousands when I got exposed yeah. to hip hop, so it was like a completely different sound. Mm, even speaking of boom bap, like I used to sample that so hard. Like I really was into sampling. Like when I just started, cause I was looking at all the, you know, Metro Boog and all those people like sampling all these tracks. I was like, damn, I really need to do something like that. But then I just spent hours and hours on YouTube, just all these like jazz samples or these samples, but nowadays not, not so much. I should, you know, come back to my roots on that, but yeah, not so much now <laughs> well, i feel like sampling so difficult like i'm obsessed with there's a uh youtube channel called Tracklib, and it like mm. break down breaks yeah, down yeah, yeah. all the samples and like literally i can watch that shit for hours and just yeah. see Is how that they... the one that like it literally drops like all of the samples yeah. for like it so for a song it would drop like the hi-hats the kick of that song is that the one that's the I one it, so. and just shows like how they chopped it up and like the tiniest bits i don't know how people have the ear honestly because it's like there's some where I'm like, I reckon I could do that, where they just like chop it up and then they slow it down They and sometimes play it backwards. But then there's others where it's like, not only did they chop that shit up, but then they also like reordered it in like yeah. the most amazing fashion. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Like that's a level of creativity where I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, I think that's you literally nailed the like nailed it on the head right there by saying like the level of creativity. Because I could easily right now whatever jazz sample done take that literally like i don't know if you know anything about the like these things like just eqing out let's say for example the low end and you know a little bit of the high end that's it and then just putting on drums ta-da, done you're not really you know like doing anything really like you are making the drums but you know the melody and the main structure is still there you know that's why i'm saying like the level of creativity even if you like chop it up or do something different like yeah that's when you kind of get something original and like really different even though it's still, you know, sampling, but yeah. I'm interested to know your thoughts on sampling already successful songs. Cause I'm mm. sure you see it all the time is like, you know, there are so many tracks, especially now it's like they're digging into the two thousands, but they're digging in mega successful yeah. songs. Like how do you feel about, you know, beat makers, producers, 
doing that kind of stuff. No, I, I like it. Like I mess with some of the stuff. I know it's, you know, unfair, you know, like, sorry, some people don't like, you know, they always like, oh, no, it's not really fair or you shouldn't do that. I like it personally. I think it's fire, but obviously always give credit where it's due. But yeah, if you want to really go that extra mile and really do your own thing, just take it and just make it completely different or just try to take certain essence of the, like of that track. So yeah, for example, like, yeah, the, um, there's so many, there's like Jack Holler did one, I think, um, Nicki Minaj, like all these, like, you know, stuff, they're just taking out like even lines, like they're literally repeating the lines of the track itself. So like of the previous song. So, yeah, so you're was- way, you're way nicer about that than I am. Yeah. I think it is so corny and so hacky to just yeah, steal, enough, steal the success yeah, yeah. of, of others. Like, and yeah. my my complaint is more that like I don't think they'll ever be able to create a song that's better than the superstar song that I already love. Uh, that makes and sense. so that like sense. I'm always going to go back to the original. But like you said, if you can do something interesting with it, where it's like I recognize the sample, but it's a completely different song, then I'm mm. going to be like, this shit is cool. <laughs> but fun, if yeah. I feel like it's the same shit just played out again, I'm going to be like, come on, you can do better. Like, is that how far the creativity is gone is we're just stealing old songs? And, like, sampling is supposed to be, like, I want to be impressed. Like, I want to be, like, where the fuck did you find that sound? Yeah. Like, that's that's what impresses me personally. It just takes a lot of work. Definitely. No, I 100% get you. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's like, you know, when I think about it, I'm, like, I, I've also thought about making beats and then I'm, like, do I really have the energy? <laughs> no, it's really fun, bro. It's really, really fun. It just makes me feel like free. Like I could literally do that every single day. If I was, that's why I literally do. Like I sit down at home and make beats, or go to the studio and like make songs and stuff. Like at home, I'm just sitting down making beats and then sending it off to my label. If I'm like at um whatever studio, I just make the songs with people and you know go from there. Like literally, but yeah, literally, like that's why the internet is just crazy. Like people now that you gotta get into that, man. Like if you're a producer and you're hungry for it. i'm not talking to the people that aren't hungry i'm talking to the people that are actually like dying for this like i was i'm that person i want to get a placement i want to do this i'm like hustling hard every single day like i'm not even being cocky i'm just saying that that's what i'm doing every like i look up to some people i don't know if you know the group like internet money but yeah. like i've got like some mates in there like rio and he's my boy bro shout out to rio but literally um he like makes a hundred beats a day. Like he really does that. Like every time he texts me, he's like, Oh, sorry, bro. I missed your text. Like I'm still in the studio. Oh, like literally, I love that. I love to see that. Like keep going. That just gives me motivation. Every time I hear people like that, I'm like, yes, bro, go. And like, that makes me want to, all right, I'm back on the, I'm back in the studio. Done. I'm ready. Like that's just, Oh, I love that, man. But I'm telling you, if you want to get a placement, it's really just like a volumes game. Like you really just got to, make as much as you can and just see what happens with it. You know, like, uh, like that's a sad reality. I can't force it into your face. I can't say, look, you get on this beat right now. Like you can't do that. You have to feel it out. If they like it, they like it. If they don't like, if, even if you don't like it, sometimes you should still send it out. They might love it. Like literally. But yeah, um, that, that's pretty much on that side. Like, that's what I love. It reminds me a little bit of like podcasting. Like, you yeah. know, the, the, you gotta like, everyone's like, you know, when are you going to see success in podcasting? And it's like, I don't know. I have no idea. But you know because what? You, you, you probably love it. You probably keep going with it every single day. 
and doesn't matter like honestly i don't care like i don't care about let's say for example the money or this stuff of course that's nice to have but i'm not like oh my god i'm doing this for the money i'm doing this because i really love it like it is just fun like every day waking up doing something i've i've go to a whole school with like a thousand people like maybe one or two people know anything about beat making or know anything about that like i feel special you know like i don't know if that like makes sense but literally like it just feels like something different it's not the average thing you'd hear everyone say like oh what do you do for your hobby like you know it's not really like that but yeah it's pretty it's pretty fun man it's pretty fun yeah well i think that's how it's got to be you got to start because you like it i got asked when i was you know starting out like some people were asking me like what should i do a podcast on and i was like how the fuck should i know like i don't know you got to find something you like like the idea of a podcast actually to me like this is my take on it is like you can't decide you want to do a podcast and then figure out the topic. You need to have the topic first. Like you need to have something that you love to talk about all the time. And like you found your your genre, which was hip hop. And you were like, I love this shit. Now I want to do it all the time. I had the same thing. Now I just want to talk about it all the time. I want to talk to artists and like, yeah. If, if no one listened to this, it would still be fun for me because I'm talking to hip hop artists about music that i love to listen to like it's not a job it's actually fun like it is really good because i get some weird conversations like they got some cool stories i'm sure you've had the same as like you know artists are eccentric in their own way so it's fun to to be a part of definitely no definitely have had some talks like that (laughs) oh man well, what is it like working with artists in that space? Obviously, I do it differently because it's like a very, like, almost less, it's less emotional because it's less of them in a weird way. Like, I think their music is very much a huge part of them. But how do you find working with artists? Yeah, well, like, as I said, literally, it's just all about, like, building relationships with them, you know? Like, it's not just like, oh, okay. Well, that's why at first you really need to like the artist and be invested into the artists themselves to then be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to write out with them. Oh, they can't pay me for this or they can't do this. All good. I just want to make songs with them. Like, that is the point where you need to be like, yeah, okay, great. This is the artist I want to work with. This is what I want to do. It's just building connections, you know, always talk to them. Hey, bro, do you need a new beat? Or, hey, do you need this? Or what are you working on right now? Or even just say, hey, what's up? Like, haven't spoken in a while. Like, just chop it up, just be nice. And that's how you like build solid, really, really good relationships and just, yeah, find things in common that you guys like with, about each other and stuff, I guess. Do they? Do you ever get people like going, holy shit, you're Australian? Like, do you yeah. ever get that? Oh my God. <laughs> Bro, every time, every time. Like I swear to God, I'll be on my Instagram DMs and they'll just be like, all right. Like for example, like when Chef J replied to my story, like that's how I got in contact with Chef J. He like, I just literally one day posted a beat on my story, went to church and then looked at my phone as I got out and he just said, oh, Chef J said like flames emoji. And he was like, yo, send me this beat, send me his number, send me his email. And I was like, bro, come on. And I was getting like excited. And then I was like, yeah, um, cool. Yeah, I'll send it through. And then we were just talking and he's like, oh yeah, come pull up in the studio. And then I was like, oh, bro, I'm from Australia. He's like, oh, no way, bro, no way. <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, it, it always happens like that. Or they just get surprised, like, when I tell them that I'm from Australia. But, yeah, when they're always like, oh, yeah, where are you from? That's how it always starts. Like, if I'm talking to a new artist, they'll just be like, where are you from? I'm like, from Australia. And they're like, oh, whoa, that's crazy. I can't believe Australian people are listening to me now. Like, <laughs> that's what they always say. Yeah. Like, 
See, it's weird. I have the same thing except because, like, I try to reach out a bit more. Um, right, even with you, even with you, yeah. when you reached out to me, I was like, all right, here's another um, American. Because I've done, like, interviews with other American people before. And I was like, oh, it's another one? Perfect. I'm happy to do that. And then it's like, oh, I'm from Melbourne. I was like, no way. Come on. <laughs> like, stand up, Australia. <laughs> like, I was getting excited. Well, yeah. I See, I didn't know you were from Sydney either. Yeah. So I was also like, no shit. Like I was just like, <laughs> yeah, what are the odds? And it's it's weird for me personally because like when I hit people up, I assume they're just going to have a listen and like you listen to my voice for like three seconds, you know I'm Australian. But like <laughs> I often they don't even ask because I'm just going, where are you from? Let's do it over Zoom. And then sometimes it's like literally just before we start, they realize yeah. I'm Australian. And it's like <laughs> just a completely different feel. That, like it's, I don't know, I feel like Americans love Aussies. Yeah, no, I feel that definitely. Yeah, <laughs> they just love our work ethic. I feel like I feel we just really work hard in our domain that we have. So, for example, like producing, I'm like a producer, an engineer, like all this stuff. Like I try to be very like wide with what I'm doing. So I'm sure for you, you could maybe do like graphic art design or something, or maybe something different. You know, like something like that. Like not just podcasting. Like you can even mix and master your own voice with the podcast. Like not a lot of people can do that. Like that's the sort of thing that makes us different, I guess and more hungry for it. Cause like for me, like I can do producing, but over there, no, like producing, whatever, mixing and mastering all this stuff. But over there, there's one guy for producing, one guy for mixing, one guy for mastering, but that's not like here. Like here we try to do everything, like <laughs> literally. And that's why we're like so valuable out there, I guess. Like if we have the opportunity to go there. <laughs> well, I think it's weird because we're also like on the outside looking in. So like yeah. we have, to, it feels like, you know, for me, I'm sure you had the same as like, you got to show everybody that like you're worth your place. And because 100%. it's not like, and that's what it is. It's like, I got to make sure I'm really good. I'm switched on. I don't make mistakes. And like, we oh, all make yeah. mistakes, but it's like, I just it's know my craft. Happens, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like definitely. Like I've had some experiences where, you know, I needed to learn like how to set out my, even as simple as structuring, like the beats that you send, like make sure it says, you know, beat one, the uh, the bpm the whatever like the um chords that are used in it or whatever like all that stuff like literally like you you have to like list them properly and even that simple mistake can be like a little bit like make you look like a rookie or make you look like less than you are so that's why you want to always be prepared because every time i even see that if producers send me loops to like work on and i see that there's no bpm on it or there's no that i don't even touch it. like i just leave that away like it just shows you're not like ready or not about that honestly so that's why i like you got to be on top of that. <laughs> See, so, I yeah. never even thought about that. Yeah. Like I never would have thought that these those are the things you have to list. Like I assumed in my dumb brain because obviously <laughs> I'm not part of it. I just yeah, assumed yeah. you just send the beat and they listen to it and they go for it. I like now that you explain it, it makes so much sense because yeah, like, like, obviously I can even go into further pockets. detail. Like literally all the – sorry to cut you off, bro. No, but like, for you it. Go to, like, so, like further detail, like – how it is, they just say, okay, I need a beat for Young and X. He's, like, probably one of my favorite artists I've worked with. He's just really nice, super, like, cool guy. And I was like, okay, need some beats for him. I made 10 beats, for example. Sent that off the same day. And, yeah, obviously I say Young and Ace for, like, um, semicolon, whatever, and put, like, beat 12 or all this stuff, BPM, 140 BPM done, send it. And, yeah, I, I could send all that through, and then he just listens to it, and then he's like, okay, I like this one. Then the engineer takes that beat, 
sees, okay, it says 120 and then they just added, oh, sorry, 140 or whatever I said. And then they put it into their system to make sure it's like stretch the right length. They see everything, then they can like do like what they want. So it's just to make it so much easier for them. Like that's what you want to be doing. Cause if you're really leaving it too hard for them, then they won't do it. If I'm looking at a track and I can't hear the, like, let's say for example, if a producer sends me a melody I'm like, damn, this melody is a little bit too hard to find like the bass notes. I can't really find the bass notes. Oh, he's given me the MIDI for it. Perfect. I can just import that and then find the bass notes already there. Done. Problem solved. But if there's no thing, there's no MIDI, I'm a bit like, oh, okay, maybe. Okay, I'll just, I'll save that one for later and I never come back to it. Like there's just certain things like that to make, that's how you get the most opportunity. If you make it easier for the artist, like literally give them every single thing they need. Okay, done. We're boom, 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 ready to punch in. Because that's like the thing I've noticed between artists, sorry, um, singers and rappers. Rappers are like, okay, bam, 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 bam. All right, next line. Bam, 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 next. Singers can be there for hours, 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 just relaxing, per- like making sure one line is perfect. And like that's, I've had the experience with both different ways. And I've had like bad experiences with like really quick, like rapping when I'm just used to like very like slow singing, like, you know, one, okay, pause. All right, punch in, next line, pause. Okay, yeah. But the good rappers literally just go like, okay, bang, like blah, 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 done, next, da, 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 next. And then literally, like, they keep going, going, going. But yeah, so that went on like a really <laughs> different <laughs> path. But yeah, I ramble a lot. So. No, nah, go for it. Honestly, I, I always say, like, I'd much rather you ramble than you say eight words because yeah. then it turns into a podcast about me. And to be honest, I have a trouble enough, like, stopping myself <laughs> from talking as well. So, yeah go ramble ahead but it is interesting that you said that like singers really focus on the words for like an hour do you think it's because they have less words in their song so like every word means more in a way yeah maybe yeah no i never thought of it like that but i and i don't want to you know hate on rappers of course like i love rappers like it'll i'm literally working with them every day but it's not um it's not that it's just like super quick like that's what i felt it just felt like it was all on the top of their mind, like whatever they were thinking, they were just right. But some artists, of course, some rappers like Polo G or people like that, like I've seen them in the studio with the pen and paper, like Annalie Chopper, like they're in the pen and paper, they're writing. But yeah, it's just like a lot quicker with like the like really raw rappers. Like they just say whatever's on their head, done, they leave. Like the singers really sit there for, let's say, for example, we have like a six hour day, for example, then for like four hours they would write the song like for the whole four hours write the song then for the last two hours they would record and done like i would make the beat in the first 10 seconds of the session and then they would sing to that for like five hours and then literally the last hour i'll just record them then we go home like literally that's that's how it, it goes but for rappers it's just boom 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 like oh so oh, quickly pull up the beat pull up the beat there's no time for like oh let's make the beat in the studio you know like for like some of the for the rappers I work with at least you know not saying this is just my experience my personal experience like I've always had beats ready to go for the session what do you do during those 5 hours of like when the singer is like yeah I'm not going to lie like I help them as well sometimes like I I try to give them you know the lines to build myself up as a songwriter as well so that's why I'm trying to do like many like fat, like multifaceted I'm trying to do songwriting you know beat making all this stuff. But um, yeah, like I just help them write sometimes, fix the beat a little bit, mix the master a little, like the beat already, you know, even have vocal um, chains ready to go. Like just just that, literally. That's that's all I can do really. Yeah, because I think it would drive me crazy to just like watch them agonize for hours. 
Yeah, it, it really it does sometimes. It just goes up. The beat plays like the same spot hours and hours. Like, yeah, you get sick of your own beat sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I hate when someone's like, oh, you got a podcast? And then they put it on. I'm like, can you not do that? Like, please just. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah I don't know. I think okay, you get yeah. used to it. But like, yeah. yeah, for six hours, I would be like, fucking let's change this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But for example, it's one song a day for like the art. Well, maybe two songs a day. This is my personal experience. Once again, like I do like one, two songs a day. Rappers, it could be like 50 songs a day. Like seriously, because they can really just say whatever they're feeling done. It's the next track already. Like literally like that. Yeah. Does it surprise you how quickly they can punch out a track? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Look, I have a story. I don't know. He's from Melbourne, actually. I don't know if you know a guy called like Ecosystem or... No. Like, yeah, he, he's from um, Melbourne, but uh, yeah, he's a really talented artist as well. And he reached out and he was like, oh, I think, I don't know if he reached out, or I reached out and he said, yo, your beats are fire. Like, I want some beats from you. I was like, damn, like, okay, cool, let's go. And then um, he's from Australia once again. Like, I love the people from Australia. I'm always going to do stuff, like stuff for free. I'm not going to, you know, charge anyone from Australia. I love you guys. But I was like, yeah, all right, send him the beats, all done. Um, he heard him. He was like, bro, these are too hard. I'm coming to Sydney, bro. We're going to record. And I was like, bro crazy let's do it <laughs> and then i go he'll laugh if he sees it's like we go to the studio session and i'm as i said i'm used to sing it so i'm i'm relaxed i'm chilled back i'm like okay all good got the beat here and they're like stand up they're ready to go they're, they're on the mic already and i was like oh they're like relax relax like I, we just got here and no they're on the mic already ready to go ready to punch in and that's like it's like really important things you got to watch out for because my system was like really slow like i couldn't for example if i press record stopped and then where it had to render the whole audio file and then you could record again. So that is a no-no. That is a big no-no. You got to be prepared and ready to bang, 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 like one after the other. Like press record, done. It's already rendered. It's ready to go. But that's why for singing, it's relaxed. Like you just press record, all right, stop. They have a little chow or something and then record again. Like it's like that. But yeah, literally. <laughs> it must have felt good though to have him fly over, to be like, no, nah, uh, let's do this crazy. in person. That was unbelievable. I can't lie. Shout out to him as well. That was that was crazy. It was crazy as hell. Did it feel like, you know, oh shit, this is like real. Like yeah, it's nah. weird. Like obviously over the internet, it's like it's still real, but there's an element of detachment. But like when That's you're a- there, like did it really be like, fuck, this shit is actually happening. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like it's just there's so many experiences that have been like, wow, like I'm actually like I can actually really do this. Like it's possible to do this. Like just through getting all the placements that I've gotten and like, you know, I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to get all those. Cause as I said, it's really difficult to get those opportunities. If you're not like you could be, as I say this every single time, you could be the best artist in the whole world, have the best song, release it on Spotify. And then someone like, I don't know if you respect this person, but like someone like Lil Pump could release a song and then that could go viral, but it's trash. I'm sorry. And the song could be horrible. Uh, I don't want to name drop, but for example, a a really bad song and it could pop like easily. Like, and even though you put like hours and hours on work, someone who was drunk as hell just made a song and just millions of views already. And someone who really like puts their heart, like blood and sweat and tears into it. That's why it's like, you know, it's always, it's always hard to, um, yeah, just, just see that, see it in that light. But 
yeah that, that's why i just always like still grind and still always put in that work because even though i have all these placements right now i still want more and i'm still hungry for more i'm still want to work hard and like oh, move on to bigger people i'm trying to get stuff with little baby quaver like that's really like seriously in the line that i'm actually trying to work with right now and that's a possibility that is a possibility like for real. yeah well man there's no reason why it's not possible i mean yeah to get to this far shows that the rest is possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the hardest part is like the first period. Like that's the, that's where the most self-doubt comes in. And then once things start, it's almost like, you know, exponential growth. You just need one, two, three, four, five wins and they stack up. And then all mm, of a sudden, sure. like you're, you're getting in into the right places. So yeah, I don't see why, why it wouldn't be possible. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. But yeah, that's so I'm saying for all the producers watching this right now, you can do like, and I'm sure you already have placements underneath your belt. Just like keep grinding and keep working like higher and higher every day. If we could literally, like this is probably the most important thing I'm about to say right here. Instagram is so good. It literally took me from having nothing, like having zero money or no, like literally nothing, no fame, no, cl- I'm not saying I'm famous, but like having all that stuff, it literally like took me from nothing to having this platform where I'm able to send beats out to people I used to listen to. Like that's like the best feeling, like listening to someone in like that I used to listen to as a little child and then literally working with them now. Like that's the craziest feeling. If you're talking about that, like that is a crazy feeling. Like I don't like, yeah, it's cool that someone flew across to Melbourne to Sydney, but the craziest one for me is literally listening to whatever. Like there's this guy called The Holiday that I really like. He's like a um, low-key artist in America and he literally is like on my beats now. And that's why I'm like, bro, it's just, it's amazing. It's just blessed. Like seriously, but yeah. I cannot agree more. I interviewed Master Ace who I heard and I was a big fan of Master Ace well before I started the podcast. And like he's worked with some amazing artists and he is an amazing artist himself. And when I got to interview him, I was like, God damn, like it is it's kind of crazy. Like, and like I, I saw 50 cent live and DJ chubby chub opened for 50 cent. Like he's his tour DJ. And then I got to interview DJ chubby chub. And I was yeah. just like, it like shit is real. It's like this weird kind of like, you can feel it. Like it's almost touchable in a way. Yeah. No, for sure. It's, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Even though I'm literally miles and miles away from America, like it's just, it's amazing to even, you know, be associated or be with that culture, even from Australia. Like I'm putting my own little stamp on it, I guess. Would you ever move over? That's the question. Well, that's the question. That's the big <laughs> question. I mean, I'll have to see, man. Like I'm literally still in uni now. Like I'm still doing uni. I'm still doing, um, What's it called? Yeah, all the stuff here. So I would love to move, but honestly, it's looking like probably maybe one month just move there and then come back. Or I don't know about living there. I'm not going to lie. Like, I love Australia, as I said. Like, I'm not, you know, crazy. Like, I'm not dying. Like, of course, I'm dying to go there to, like, work with the artists. I feel like if I'm in person, it's, like, on lock. Like, no one can touch me. Like, in person, I can really just be, like, all right, here, here are the fire is beach. Just hop on it right now. Like, <laughs> seriously. Well, man. I, I'm planning on moving, so uh, that's that's one of my things to like jump over there because, like you said, doing this in person, different, like just a yeah. different feeling. And I got sure. all the shit too. I got all the equipment, so like that's the that's and I'm and you know COVID, all that shit. I was like, yeah. oh, itchy feet. Like I just want to like you know, 
I need a change. And like as as you said, like um, Australia's awesome, um, but like you know why not? All this, all this I understand. Yeah, like it's the same thing for producing. Like, f- well, for me personally, just because I like I love listening to rap music in America, I will go to America to work with the people. Like it just makes sense. Like why would I stay in Australia if I don't want to work with the Australian people? Like of course I would want to, but like not like. Yeah, you know, I would want to rather more like work with the American ones more, if that makes you. sense, because that's yeah. like the people I listen to like right now. I feel you don't have to explain to me. I'm not the biggest yeah. fan of Australian hip hop generally, yeah, 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 yeah. only because I'm not used to it. And like they sound like me and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to listen to myself. Like yeah. I want to listen to others. So that's like, so I definitely get that. How do your parents mm-hmm. feel though? Like when you yeah. first told them like, what you were doing yeah, like, asking the serious questions <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah i want to know what's really going on yeah well like what do you mean like when i told them what like what i, I was doing or yeah so when you when you were actually like because i'm sure at the beginning it's like cool okay make your beats you know that it's almost <laughs> not serious i had the same thing with like my family they're like okay do it like do what you want but like when you started getting placements when you started actually seeing real return on the time and the effort that you put in what was their reaction like yeah i'm not gonna lie though like they don't really know the artist and that's not their fault like of course if i told them like if i say a massive name like drake they're gonna be like of course i've heard of him or something but then like the the guys i work with are big but not of course i like drake status yet but um yeah uh, that's that's why they, they don't really know i tell them sometimes i'm like oh yeah mom like we, we just hit a million in two days that she's like oh okay that's good like <laughs> she doesn't really know like what's going on that's fine that's a that's yeah that's just yeah it, it is what it is but it's a bit heartbreaking sometimes but it's, it's all right like i know myself like what i'm doing and all my mates like support me and they, they get excited they're always like yeah like that's crazy like good stuff like i always love the messages back when they like send it because like it just shows like they're taking time out of their day to literally say like good stuff like keep going and what you're doing and it means a lot like of course but yeah they they do know what i'm doing a little bit like especially with pliers like he's a really like he's a great artist and he was um big like back in the day i think like even like nine years ago six years ago mm-hmm. like he was like releasing hits with like neo and um like we just got a song now it's almost at a million i think in like four days or five days or something like that so like and my i told my dad about it he know i think he has like a rough idea on who that is but not like as i said not nothing crazy yet but yeah have you have you floated the idea of moving with them uh you already know i have come on man. <laughs> of course i have and they were just like, nah, like, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if you should. Or, and it's understandable. As I said, like, I'm not saying it's a dangerous place, but, you know, I think Australia is 10 times more safer than America for me personally. But like, yeah, I, they're not down with the idea of, you know, just going there for a little bit. They, they have, they're fine with that. They're like, yeah, all good. But yeah, staying there is a little bit of a different scenario, I guess. But yeah, but that like might be a possibility, like literally, like, the one thing that's always, you know, a little bit iffy or whatever is really if like I'm going to make it, if that makes sense. Like I really want to go there to just do the music by itself. Like just go there and do the music and live off that. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, work on another job or do something. Like, I would just love to do the music there, like wholeheartedly just the music. But that's something that I also know why I will make it because usually sometimes I'm like, for example, I don't know, as a kid, for me, I was always like, oh i want to be a professional basketball player and everyone was like oh yeah like okay yeah like and i was like oh yeah i can i'm gonna be you know in the nba i want to be in the nba like but of course i'm not gonna be in the nba like for like 
thinking I always had doubt like oh maybe I won't maybe I maybe I can't make it to the NBA or maybe I can't be a professional soccer player but like for music I've had no doubts zero doubts at all I haven't thought oh no I can't be a music producer or I won't make it because if you really think about it I've technically not made it but I've really done what I would like to do like I have produced songs I've made a beat I've gave given them to artists. Like that's really all I've ever wanted to do. It doesn't matter how big or small they are. I've completed that task. Like in reality, I've literally made it in, I guess, like of the most simplest terms. Like, of course I'd want to work with Drake and those big people, but for now, like I've literally made it. Like I'm, I'm just happy with what I've done so far. <laughs> like looking back, you, I just feel like you needed to stop, relax, look back, see what you've done and just appreciate like, wow, I've actually worked with this person. I've actually talked to this person before. Oh, I've actually done this. That's incredible. Like, come on. Like, that's crazy. You got to pat yourself on the back for that. Like, that's what I think to myself as well. You know, worst case comes to worst. I don't make it in the music. I end up doing a nine to five job, whatever. How crazy was my life as like a teenager? Like, it was crazy. Like, I was really doing some pretty cool things. Like, you know, you tell your kids about that, like stuff like that. Like, it's just crazy. I agree. But yeah. low key, if you do work with Drake and you don't hook me up with an interview, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm getting in on the ground floor. That's that's my plan. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I agree that like, you know, it's weird that you look at how much more is left to achieve and you forget mm. at how much you've already achieved. I have that problem a lot of like, you know, all right, I've done over a hundred episodes. But I still like, got like incredible. Congratulations on that as well. Like over a hundred episodes, and like yeah, you definitely got to sit back and look at what you've done. Like I'm sure you've had some amazing interviews. Yeah, I've had some amazing ones, and I had some shit ones. And weirdly <laughs> enough, the shit ones are also the great ones because like they really test you. They like really push you to your limit. I've had people literally in a moving car, and so it cuts in and out yeah. as I'm trying to talk to them. I've had yeah. people do their nails, like in a nail salon, like yeah, literally really. screaming kids in the back. I've had, I've had it all. Like I've literally I'm had lie. it all. I'm not going to lie. This, this was going to be a car one, bro. But <laughs> luckily I got back home quick enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's all right. It happens like that. I, I get it. That's kind of, I always knew like when I'm going to be interviewing like artists, I'm not going to be interviewing, you know, like Wall Street professionals who like have, you know, very a set like it's it's just what I accepted coming in. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, no, no, man, you got a good setup. You got the mic. You got everything. You got the. Yeah. This is literally the mic I record on. Like sometimes when I'm at home, like if I have an artist, they want to come in. It's like the I think it's like a what is it? It's like yeah, the AT twenty twenty mic. It's literally like a hundred bucks, and I've heard some crazy songs recorded with this. Like it's such such a simple mic, and it just does the job. Like literally, just for home. But when I'm in the studio, of course, we use whatever the $10,000 microphones and all that. But re in reality, like if you just want to get started, this is like just really good. Just a simple mic. Yeah. My first mic was, you know, $120 yeah, as well. Literally. I had my computer camera. It wasn't like it didn't look good. I had a big beard. It was grainy as, as a motherfucker. I don't know. I reckon people looked at me and went like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like now it obviously looks a lot better. But like no, back I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my camera. I'm just going to say that right now. Like, <laughs> I did not have a good camera. Like, I, I'm just a sound guy, bro. I don't use cameras or anything. But Honestly, you look fine. Like, trust me yeah. when I say, if if you, I tell you if you look like shit. 
But I've had people <laughs> like literally in the dark having lights on their face. I had um, a guy wearing sunglasses the whole time. Like, you wow. know, they're just eccentric and they, they do their thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's all about one step at a time, you know, one step yeah. in the right direction and, like, you got to get a start and then you just slowly level up. Yeah, man. Yeah, I 100% agree. How do you find the balance, though, between, like, you know, this is your dream, this is your passion, but then also, like, the real world? Okay, you're asking some really good questions now, man. (laughs) Like, this is, that's a great question. And, yeah, it's hard. Like, for example, let's just hone in a little bit more. School and producing, it was really hard to, you know, do that, for example. Like, I was pretty much, let's say, for example, in year 7 to 10, it wasn't that hard. You know, I wasn't doing anything major. I was literally just me- pretty much doing beats every single day when I ca- came back home and then just doing homework if I had any. That was it. It wasn't anything crazy. But of course, when year 11, year 12 comes, like you got HSC, like you got to do all that stuff. Like I had to, you know, focus up a little bit more. But literally, it was hard finding the balance. And I'm not going to li- like everyone says, of course, there's a balance. Like you have to find it. I'm not going to lie. Like I struggled finding a balance. Of, of course, I can say, okay one hour do beats like now for example i'm at uni i just say all right i'm gonna do my uni work now then i'll do one hour beats uni one hour beats does that really work sometimes i just do beats the whole time like in reality it's hard like i'm being honest i'm not gonna lie to you like that's that's what happens sometimes but i try to stay focused and just you know do what i have to do as well but it's just because it's so much volume now like back in the day i was doing beats for fun like i'm still doing beats for fun now but i'm actually it's for a purpose now. It's for a little baby. It's for this. Like before I was just sad type beat or whatever, dark <laughs> type beat. Now it's for someone. It's for young and ace. It's for a little baby. It's for Drake. You know, it's for these people. Like, so yeah, that, that's why I have to be a little bit more, you know, focused in what I'm doing. Like I need to get the best out of that artist. Like, as I'm saying, like, think about, okay, what are they doing now? Also, like, I'm, I don't really agree sometimes when people are like, oh, Listen to like listen to their old music and then just make something like that. Yes, that, that does make sense. But I'm trying to do something different, like just a little bit different. So they're like, oh, okay, this is not something I've done before. Or this is okay, let me try this. Like sometimes it works, sometimes it's just a miss. Like I've done it before and then they've sent the pack and they're like, I'm not gonna lie, bro. This pack was ass. Like, this is not what I do at all. And I'm like, okay, sorry, man. I'll redo it. Like, and that, that's what that's happens sometimes. But then sometimes it's like, bro, this is fire, and it's something they would never ever do at all. Or you'd hear them get on it and you're like, damn, I never even knew you could get on a style like this. But yeah, it's just, I feel like everyone's versatile, but they do have their little, I uh, like Detroit type beta, like boom bap type beta, like this. Like there are some people like that. But yeah, I just try to be different to just get something new out of the artist. Like for example, NBA Youngboy, like my label got something with Youngboy recently. And I was like, damn, like fire. But it's nothing like I would have thought. It was like a little relaxing, like African, like Afro beat type of like um record it wasn't the usual like hard hitting like b- like big bass that he usually does and it was on the album so literally that's what i'm saying sometimes it's different stuff like but to be fair my label does tell me okay the, the artist is on a different wave or no he wants strictly nba young boy type beats but yeah it's just yeah <laughs> well it reminds me i spoke to mad skills and he wrote for dr dre and he was saying I've, actually, I've had an opportunity to send beats to him but i just i couldn't make any beats like him bro i, I was finding it hard well i was because he was writing and you know doctor and he said and i'm probably going to butcher the story but he said he told me and he was like you know when i was writing for dr dre like all these young guys were writing songs like he was back in nwa 
I call this mm. gangster shit or this street shit. And mm. Dre was like, you know, I, I get it. That's what I used to do. But like, I'm in my 40s now. So like mm. that same thing is like, that's cool, but that's not me now. Mm. And so what Mad Skills did was he wrote like a, a more meaningful piece that was like more relevant to the period of time that he's in. So it's like, yeah, you got to, I think, as, as you said, right, like it's a balance between like understanding their sound previously then also understanding where they're at in their artist journey. And like the, the end of the day, you'll never really know which one's right. S- sometimes they'll be like, yeah, that works for me or that doesn't work for me. But, you know, it is cool to hear the shit that artists can actually do. Sometimes I feel like artists are really limited by their own creativity. They kind of like don't let themselves explore different style beats and then when they do it's like fuck this is fire like i didn't know you could do it at a slower uh bpm i didn't know you could do it at a faster bpm or find these really cool pockets Mm, 100% agree for sure yeah you 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 agree too much no (laughs) 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 no i'm joking what are you studying by the way i'm just doing a bachelor of music at the conservatory of music right now I don't know if you. I don't know if you know that one. It's just like Sydney Uni. No, I don't. I mean, it's weird because you're you're like talking about uni. I did uni and I did my degrees and like I started this working full time. I still work full time. So like, you know, it's it's weird. Like you do find the balance, but I've my mindset is like I work so that I can do this, not the other way around. And it's like fucking. I want to finish my day so that I can so, work on this shit. And it's like, I, I'll podcast before work. Like, I'll get up and I'll do a podcast at 7 and then I'll start at like 8.30 and I'll be like, all right, got to get the interview in, wake up early, get your shit going. And like, it's worth it at the end of the day. 100%. 100%. You're getting more content out there, more volume. People are looking at you more, like, for sure. Hello, yeah, I was going to ask, like, I don't know how you found me, but like, you just saw me through like mutuals or something. Yeah, well, part of what I do is like, you know, I, I just go exploring on like IG and on like TikTok. I just I just go exploring. I'm like, all right, I, I want to find new guests today. So That's I just fun. like go and I just go through like people that I've spoken to. Who do they follow? Who do they follow? Who do they follow? And I just like keep looking. Some of them are like commented on artists that I've interviewed, like they commented on a clip. I'm like, let's go into that kind of web of, yeah, of hip hop. So that's how I found you. I was just going through a web. And to be honest, I don't even remember what the web was because I've got like <laughs> thousands of them going all at the same time, just always looking. Um, but when I, I saw you, I was like, yeah, we got to reach out. Nah, for sure. I appreciate it. But yeah, I, like that's the thing. Like it always comes up in requests. I don't know why. Like all the DMs always come in requests that I have to check them and be like, oh, okay. do I?" Because some of them are actually right. Like some of them are just spam, but the actual good ones, like your interview or your like other people asking me, oh, hey, you want to work? Like, you know, like, it would be a lot better if I could just see them straight away, like in the DM. But yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough because it's like you want them in the DM, but then you don't want them in the DM because then everyone <laughs> would be in your DM and it yeah, would be fucking literally. irritating. But I tell you what, those spam ones are the worst. They thank God they go to my request straight away. But when I see them, I just see like ten other people in there. I was like, oh man, what is going on? <laughs> like Instagram is a good and bad place. <laughs> like for real. But 
Like that's why for me, Instagram, as I said, it's just done everything for me. It's just built the connections. I I would literally have nothing without that. That that like just thinking about that right now. Literally, I would have nothing. Like I wouldn't be able to reach out to American people. I wouldn't be able to do any of that. That's just a fact. Like a literal fact. I would not be able to do that. Like back in the day, they used to do like email lists and stuff. I don't really like that. I really just want to get to you straight away. Like if I get to you, you give me your number, we're locked in. It's easy. Like it's easier for me. Like I hate sending out emails like, oh, like, can you please hop on my beat? Or oh, here's some beats I made for you. Come on. Like, is are they really going to check that? I'm sorry. Like, seriously. It's like a yes and no scenario sometimes. Like, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Like I've heard people um like one of my boys he's been sending out beats to ddg i don't know if you're aware of that guy but he's been sending out beats to him for like i don't know like three months or oh, i think it was like oh, sorry three years or something like that and then literally he got something with him so may, like sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't it's all about different experiences for me personally i've just been like i want to get to you first then i'll be sweet then i'll be okay and then that's just I how it works from i agree with you i've had the most success on ig as well and yeah i think you would be and the audience would be surprised at how many artists run their own and check their own IG account mm-hmm. because they 100%. do. Yeah, and 100%. Like, and I've had people that I DM, they don't respond, and then a year later I DM again, they don't respond. And yeah, it's, another it's not, six months, yeah. you, they finally respond. They're like, yeah, let's jump on. And it, it, is, it, it is like you can't quit in a way. Yeah, Some of them 100%. look at it and then they – don't want anything and then I follow up and they don't want anything and then I follow up and they're like, hey, no thanks. And then I'm like, okay, I kind of understand. I'll follow up later. But like I think that's kind of the game. Like we, you just can't give up on just, like, reaching keep on out. being, Yeah, keep on being in people's faces. Like just keep going. If I see you every single day like in my demo, if I just see you on my Instagram, I'll be like, okay, like I have to pay attention now. Who is this guy? Like what is he doing? Like just if you're in people's face, for majority amounts of time then they'll be like okay like i need to pay attention to him now let me listen to what he's got to say even if i like it or not he's in my face i'm seeing his interviews all over youtube i'm seeing them on spotify like all right who is this let me tune in like that's kind of yeah what's what's going on i guess and, it, and like it may not be drake today but it's like someone that drake knows eventually that's like the okay. the okay. way it works okay 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 so this is another story all right so this is one of my like old friends. I'm not sure if he really like messes with me now, but um, yeah, I can't remember what his name was, but what happened was I just saw his page randomly. Like, let's say you saw my page randomly. I just um, gave him a DM. Yo, bro, you need some beats, whatever. He sent me um, a message back. Yeah, for sure. Like I need beats, whatever. And then we just started working from there, did our thing. We were actually like pretty close. Like we FaceTime me every single day. He was from like England or something. And we were like, yeah, London somewhere. And we were like fa- um, FaceTime me every day, talking, whatever. I saw on his page, he had a picture with like Lil Mosey there. I was like, oh, okay. That's, that's pretty cool. Like, um, like, like what, you know him or something? And he's like, oh yeah, we're pretty much, I think, I don't know if they were like cousins or if they were like mate, really close, like family friends or something. And I was like, oh, that's, that's fire. And one night, sitting down, watching movie, he's just on the little FaceTime, we're just chatting while I'm watching, like, this funny movie. Out of nowhere, he's like, oh, Ben, like, Benny, Benny, turn on the lights. Like, and I was like, okay. And I turn on the lights, um, pause the movie, Lil Mosey joins the FaceTime call. 
And I was like, no fucking way, bro. I was like, ain't no way. And I got so excited. And and obviously he was like, but like before he was like, look, just chill out, relax. Like, don't, don't go crazy. Like he doesn't like it when, you know, people get excited. So I was like, okay, all good. And I was just like, oh, hey, like, like he was, he was my best mate or something. Like just talking to him like a regular person. I was like, hey man, what's going on? But like, behind, like my whole lower body was like shaking. I was just, yeah, it was unbelievable. Like, I'm sure you know who Lil Mosey is, right? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, I was really, you know, I was, yeah, I was pretty scared, really nervous, but he was such a nice guy. Like, oh yeah, do you need my email? Like, do you need this? Whatever. I was like, bro, I'd love to have your email, man. <laughs> like, yeah, and he's, he's great. Even if nothing like really came out of that, like still amazing to, you know, really like, ha- like talk to those people or be in those situations. That's why, like, if you're really close with the person, like I didn't, I personally, I don't think I knew he was working with Lil Mosey. I just knew he was friends with him and I was like, oh, you know, that'd be pretty cool, like, you know, to talk to him as well. But I wasn't viewing it as, oh, I'm going to use him to then get to Lil Mosey, even though some people can do that and no shame in that. But for me, I didn't really understand how close he was to Mosey until literally FaceTimed him. He, like, reposted us on his story sometimes. Like, it's crazy. It was crazy. I actually disagree, though, that you shouldn't have the goal of, like, oh, this person's going to lead to that person. Because, yeah. like, the person you're actually working with can tell that they're, like, a stepping stone. Yeah, exactly. And part of that story is, like, you are authentically working with that person. Like, you were... Yeah, like, like, like I, I did, like, three songs with him, all these songs. I think it was, like, four, three songs. And then after that, he just introduced me to Mosey. But, like, it, I wasn't, like, hey, bro, like, can we can we meet Mosey today? Can we, um, oh, can I, you know, talk to Drake today? Can I? It wasn't like that, like... It was, it's never like that. Even people now, even people just say straight up with me. I can, I don't know if you're familiar with this artist called Nardo Wick, but he's, oh, I love him so much. He's fire. But even people tell me like, oh, I can get you with Nardo Wick. I can get you with this. Like they're just straight up blunt. Like I can get you to them. Like I know, like, you like, you know, you can just talk to people and they can help you out. Like, you know, they, he wasn't looking anything in return. Like literally that was it. Like he just said straight up, like I can send your beats to these people. Like they, they didn't want anything. Like it was, it was really like that. But yeah, so I get you the the for sure. It like I think you got to treat it like a family, right? Mm. You know, you got to build trust with the people around you because they're not going to introduce you unless they actually feel the work that you do and also the authenticity. Like, for sure, I sound agree. And then as soon as they feel like you're full of shit, they're going to be like, okay, number one, let's stop working, and number two. That's it. Like, I'm not going to yeah, pass you on. Yeah, that's, that's why I just try to be real with everyone, try to be nice, friendly. Like, of course, if I see someone that really has done some crazy things, I'm like, damn, I'd love to work with this person. Let me work with this producer to do that. Like, like I do that sometimes as well. And I'm not, like, afraid to admit that. Like, if I'm talking to – what, like, if I see a song from Ghana and I'm like, damn, this beat was so hard. I love this beat. I want to work with this producer. I go in the credits of Spotify, mm-hmm. hit up the producers, we work. And then maybe we get something out of that. Maybe we don't. I just want to work with them, like, literally. That's that's what happens sometimes. And that's how I literally got signed to my label. Like I just heard the holiday, like that artist I was telling you about. I was like, damn, I need to get a song with him. I love that artist. He's fire. So I hit up the producers and then they were like, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess we can work. Or like, oh, yeah, I charge. Like some people in the label were like, oh, I charge this much. Some people were like, oh, you just send loops through. And then every single time they went live, I sent them loops. I was on their lives every time. Like I was just hustling, 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 like literally. And then... They wanted to sign me. I got signed by them and that that was it. Like that was just history after that. And then I literally got a song with that artist. So it like came full circle, like literally. <laughs> yeah. How was it signing your deal? 
Like, what right. was that was, process like? It was crazy. It was really crazy. Like, they gave me the contract, like, pretty much maybe, like, three weeks, three months, sorry, into, like, working. And they're like, nah, bro, we need to, like, lock this guy down. He's, like, so fire. Because, like, I've had, like, a couple, like, offers. Well, I don't really want to say that because I feel, like, bad just dropping No, go them, say it. It's important. I think I honestly have, have said this before, but it's important that we talk about it because for anyone in the industry – we don't talk about contracts. We don't talk about deals. We don't talk about the shit that goes on. And then that's how some people get fucked on deals. So, like, mm. knowing the the things that you went through always help. Okay. I'll tell you what I went through. I ain't got a name job. But there's some people that, yeah, some labels have, you know, like, said stuff or just being, like, a little bit shady or being weird. That's why, like, I kind of just deaded that and not said anything about them and just went to, like, the labels that I'm with now because they, like, they treat me well. They respect me. They, you know, help me out with whatever I need. They just get me the opportunities. Like, that's why, like, that's, like, my pretty much my whole story is I grinded myself. I had to go, okay, like, up, 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 up. And then to a certain point, I, I could just say, okay, like, the label kind of, like, piggybacks me, carries me all the way to whatever, the Drake, the those people. Because that's hard to get a connection with. That is very hard. But like little baby, I think is a very hard connection to do on your own. So that's why with this label, they can help me get to those people like that. Like they work in the quality control, like label, like that QC. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that label, but they um work with like everyone inside of QC and they've got like little baby, like the Migos offset, like all those people. Like it's just, it's crazy. So you kind of touched on the other labels, but you didn't, you don't yeah. have to name drop, but like, what was the shady shit that they were doing? I don't know, man. They were just, they were just, I don't know, just doing weird stuff. Like, you know, they said, oh, yeah, we want you. But then, you know, they were talking to other people or shopping me around, like just doing just different stuff, I guess. Like, I, I don't know. I don't really want to go into depth, bro. But that's pretty much <laughs> what they were doing. See, it's always funny. Like, you know, this this is what happens when I don't plan is like, you just got to deal with this. Um, I, if I find it interesting, I'm going to ask about it. But, it no, is definitely it is definitely interesting, like, you know, realizing that on labels, it's not as simple as like, I like you, I'm gonna sign you. It's yeah, like because no, no. it, it, it's obviously a business for them. And so like yeah. they have a roster that they want to build or whatever yeah. other motives and like you know, it, it sure. must have been Yeah, and that's understandable. I understand it's a business at the end of the day, like go get your money, like go get everything. That's why when I talk to my labels, well, I'm not pressed. That's what I'm saying. I don't care about the money. I literally love getting the placements. If I get a song with whatever, Young and Ace, Drake, I don't care about the money. Of course, that would be great to receive that. but I, And I do receive the money, but like, like I don't care about it. Like if it doesn't come instantly into my account, I don't care. I love just hearing the songs on my beat. Like it's like I wrote like a tweet. I was like, oh, bro, it's an unreal feeling, like listening to your own beats on a song like my like with the plus song that just came out he he wrote on um instagram oh sorry on yeah on instagram oh i can't wait to um play this live he's gonna play live like a hundred thousand people like, that's incredible like they're really listening to my b in real time it's it's like it's an it's a crazy feeling bro and also it's a foot in the door like you know sure. there's a point where like you know you become good enough and you have enough of a name to be able to not need a label and where people are actually seeking you out for the work that you've done. So, like, no, you're, you're using the label as much as they're using you. Like, obviously, they're getting yeah. a product, and you're also, you know, getting paid. And then also, in addition, like, 
you know, you're building your career and that's what you should be doing is like, you know, utilizing the opportunity. I just think some people but don't I, see I love that. it though. I, I really like being in a label. Like it just, it makes me feel comfortable to be completely honest. It makes me feel comfortable. It makes me feel like, okay. And you know what? Even if it doesn't work, like they tell me all the time, send beats for blah, 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 blah. Even if that doesn't work, I've made beats for blah, 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 blah. Like that is literally building my catalog of so many beats. I probably have made over like thousands and thousands of beats, like just from that. And it's helped so much. Because for example, come back home. Okay. I'm going to make, you know, one beat. I'll go to bed. Bro, like I have to make literally like five beats for like five artists every single day. Like, for example, <clears throat> like let's say that's the brief for today. Like you have to make a beat for Jack Harlow, blah, 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 blah. And then I have to make those beats, send it off by the next morning. Like that's what act, like literally happens sometimes. So that's why I don't ever get like, um, what's it called? Like um, sad or, oh, I didn't get a song with this person. Oh, I didn't work with this person. Oh, I didn't. Cause I have the beats. Like I've literally made so many beats that those beats could have worked for other people. Like that applies to be, I made ages ago and it just came out today. Like literally, like it just, it happened. Like the, uh, the one, the most recent one I got, I can't remember her name, but she, she, she's a dope artist. She hopped on my beat. That was made literally when I got signed probably like around there. And then it just got used. Like that's what some people say. Like, Oh, I made a melody for so-and-so three years ago. Like it's crazy. It, it can be like reused. It's like rappers, they make songs for years and years ago. They just never had a project that it was ready for. And then all of a sudden they have a project and like it fits. So like, yeah. I I think it's weird when people like, I got a new project, I'm going to make everything brand new. And I'm like, they use verses and they've written this verse and like, People obviously tell me as well that like I had this verse from like four years ago that I wanted to use in this song, but then this and this happened. And so like I had that verse and I was just waiting, waiting for the right song. And mm. now I used it and it's been like four years and they've been sitting on it. Me personally, like I couldn't wait that long because I'm impatient. And I'm like, I got to like mm-hmm. put this shit out. Um, but it's impressive to the commitment to be like, I'm going to wait for the vision before I put it out. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I like what you're saying. <laughs> How long have you been at your label now? Probably like four years, maybe. Yeah, four, four, three years, probably for sure. Okay, damn. So you were signed very young. I'm not going to lie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's another shady thing, bro. I probably wasn't allowed to sign that contract, but yeah, <laughs> I was pretty young, man. I, of course, I've like re-signed, so like I was old enough to do it. Like I was 18. I couldn't, I was like actually allowed to sign it. <laughs> yeah. Do you, obviously, yeah. you showed your parents and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. they were like, you know, oh, yeah, right. But I'm so, like, when that happened, I really started getting some like great placements and some like where I really wanted to be. And I like, yeah, my beats have gotten like way better just from doing that. I believe that. Like, that's why I, I would, I just believe in, yeah, like if you have the right label and they're nice, like you can do it. Obviously, if you could do it on your own, that'd be great. But Man, I really tried to do that on my own. That was hard. It's pretty hard to get with like massive artists. I've got with pretty big artists on my own, but nothing like compared to like 3 million, 4 million, nine, like Plies has 9 million. Like, how am I going to talk to him? You know, like it's pretty difficult. It's possible, but it's just difficult for me. Sometimes yeah, it's just, it's in certain situations. Like if you DM Chef G right now, he probably wouldn't respond. But it was just, you know, the luck of the draw. I posted it maybe at the right time. He was sitting down maybe. Like who knows? Like literally, who knows? And then he just saw it. Like, I know some mates randomly, they just message like, 
you know, random people and they respond, like random famous people and they just respond. Like, you know, you never know. You never know. It's just the right time, right place, right time. I 100% believe that. Like sometimes I'm recording a video on my, um, like in my studio and then I like tag whatever, young and ace. And then, you know, I'm saying, oh, he's not going to respond. But then he does sometimes. He likes it. He does this. He reposts it. Stuff like that. It's just, yeah, I think it's right place, right time. I agree. Like, yeah, I, it's it's weird. There's no rhyme or reason. That's I think that's the yeah. weird part is like I'm sure you get asked all the time like how do you do it and it's like I don't fucking know I don't know <laughs> I don't know why they responded I don't know how they responded they just happened to respond at the right time right place like you know yeah, they like yes yeah, there you go I was just gonna say they could be in a good mood like they're in a yeah. good mood they're going through the DMs they just got a nice message and then they open yours and then they're happy and then the flip side can happen where like they're in a shit mood and they read and they're like nah fuck this. Like it's so much luck of the draw of like you never really know why or how it works. I definitely think like even ex- accentuating on what you just said, I think it's like profile. That matters. Like if I look at your profile and you're mm, it doesn't really look that good, you only have like, I'm sorry to even be blunt, but like even if you have like a low followers, that does not look good. Like if I'm being completely honest, like that doesn't really look that good. It doesn't look that pleasing. Or I can be like, oh, damn, I- I've-, I've got 5 million followers and this guy just DM me with like a hundred followers, like, and he wants to send me a beat. Like, you're not, I'm not really feeling the, okay, like this guy's going to be good, but maybe you are, but maybe you're not. But literally it's just, yeah, I hate to say that, but sometimes that's how they look at it. Like, and if, yeah. And that's why when I send them beats, they look at my page first, like, oh, okay. He's worked with blah, 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 blah. Okay. That's pretty good. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him a shot. You know, maybe my beats are still ass. Maybe they don't like it. And that's it. It just goes on to the next one, but maybe they do like my beats. And then, yeah, that's just goes from there. Yeah, I think credits is a huge part of it. For sure. Like, you know, I don't know why the people agreed to do my first episodes. Like, <laughs> fucking crazy why they said yes. And I'm always thankful to them because, like, one had to go first. And, like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And they still said yes. And I was just like, this is insane. But, like, now it's less risky because you've obviously got a catalogue of work. Same for you is like, Obviously, they can hear it, but they know now that you work with artists successfully. It's not just like you made a beat and you sent it, like you actually collaborate. And that's that's also a part of it is like you slowly build your way up into a catalogue of significant work. Yeah, man, 100%. 100%. Well, man, I only have one more question for you. And I've asked you some tough questions. This is probably the toughest I'm going to ask. It's the only question I plan on the podcast. I feel like you knew it was coming. (laughs) But if you had to recommend one album that everybody should listen to at least once to get an appreciation of, what would it be? It doesn't have to be your favorite. I just think this is all about like an album that you think people should appreciate rather than like the goaded album of all time. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, okay, I wouldn't. Okay, all right. Being honest, you think, okay, goaded album of all time. I don't think that's right now. Like, I don't think it's like, you know, my, probably one of my favorite artists, like Lil TJ, Polo J. I, I don't think that, like, I, I love their albums, but for like, you have to go and listen to this to like gain a lot of knowledge or gain a lot of, you know, things like that. Like, it, Man, I, I, here's I, the thing I don't want the goaded album. What I want is like your album that you think people should all listen to. For whatever oh, reason. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not looking for the go to because anyone is going to list, you know, all the albums we already know, right? So right, let, let me make sure I'm getting this name right. I don't want to butcher this. Hold on. <clears throat> let, let me see. 
I'm not gonna lie. It probably has to be like, yeah, it has to be like Polo J, bro. But I think, yeah, but funny enough, the album's called The Goat. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> literally, that album is just crazy. I, I don't know. It just gives like a lot of emotion and a lot of feeling. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, I really like that. I, I just personally like it myself. I don't know if you got like you would want to listen to it, but for me, I, I really like that. It just shows the struggles. Like, you know, I, I love those like come up stories or feeling. You know, energetic it just makes me want to go. It makes me know that I can do it. It just gives me that like, of like, you know, I can do this. Like a little push, push forward. Yeah, yeah. I like Polo G. I think and he's got a good voice too. Like he sounds good on the yeah, mic. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. I will also say you're the only one to mention Polo G. As <laughs> no, I, what, like was another one like Kanye West or something. <laughs> well, some have mentioned obviously Jay Z, Kanye, Fifty Cent. Um, you know, they, they mentioned the classics. I've had some some interesting ones as well. Um, obviously, people mention like Mac Miller. I've had I had an artist mention a musical once. Like, I don't I'm know. not gonna lie, though. Like, I still like Michael Jackson. Like, I still listen to people like that. Like Michael Jackson. There's this guy. Um, oh, what's his name? <sighs> Another one. I gotta go to the iPhone and check that. Hold on. Let me see. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I've heard Michael like, Jackson before as well. They were like, yeah, yeah Michael he, Jackson. He's like a famous jazz, um, Dean Martin. I don't know if you heard of that. Yeah, guy, Dean Martin. Yeah. He's like <laughs> iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, nah, he's fire. I, I really like. I was just playing bot like 2K on the PS4, and like his song just came on because I was listening to like a jazz playlist once, and I was like, damn, I really like this song. And I sent it to my dad because he really like he's into all that. I guess that's probably why, like, where I get some of my music inspiration from. Like, he plays everything. He plays the trumpet, the guitar, bass, really? guitar. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, he does all that stuff. But yeah, and then I heard the Demon song. I sent it to him. He's like, "Mate, like, as if you haven't heard this song before." <laughs> like, he was like, "Mate, this is a classic. This is an all-time classic." I was like, "Yeah, okay, all right, Dad, all right." Yeah. yeah, I and it's weird. Like, I'm a fan of Frank Sinatra as well. Like, you know, I don't mm. actively listen to it, but I think like the era of like that. I don't know that the skill set of the voice. That's why I really like vocal samples and like 100%. soul sampling. Like when you find an amazing soul sample and you put it into a hip hop beat, it's like, oh, it just feels so good. 100%. I agree for sure. Well, man, I think we, we, we spoke about it all. Um, I appreciate you coming on the show. Obviously, Prod Benny, uh, producer Benny came through. Um, obviously, make sure you check him out. Check him out on Instagram. Check him out on Spotify. Um, you'll see all the people that he's worked with. Um, you've got a YouTube channel as well that everyone can check out. But, man, is there anything you wanted to plug, anything you wanted to shout out uh, before we wrap up? Well, good. I just want to say thank you so much to you. Like, thank you for hitting me up for this interview. I really appreciate it. But, yeah, I guess just go listen to the Ply song. It's out now. <laughs> um, yeah, let's get, let's get it to a million, bro. It's called Loading as well. So if you want to find it, it's really easy, called Loading. Um, and then you've obviously got a bunch of other tracks as well, man. I'm excited to see what else you can do. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under hip hop hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.